Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. This week, we're back with the fourth edition of our holiday gift guide, and that doesn't include the summer gift guide we just did. We love gifts. We're <laughs> two a year at this point. As we always do, we've compiled 10 cozy holiday gift ideas from autumn snow globes to electric candle lighters. But first, it's Cozy in the News. Hide your bananas. Stuart the Minion is making his debut at the 96th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on November 24th, along with a new Diary of a Wimpy Kid balloon and an animated character named Bluey. I'm sure children and parents are familiar with it. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I am personally most excited to see Leah Michelle perform a number from Funny Girl. Well, they said a number from Funny Girl will be there at the parade. I'm assuming it's Leah Michelle. And if yeah, it's not, I'll be very disappointed. Try and pass up that up. And of course, for Jillian, there's her beloved Radio City Rockettes. Live and die for those Rockettes. <laughs> I know the wimpy kid, but I don't know the minion. Is that with the yellow guy? Yeah, the yellow oh. people that, with, that work with Gru from Despicable Me. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You know, I never really watched those movies, but the minions and Gru have wormed their way into my heart by brute force, just by virtue of constantly being on television and in commercials and on billboards. And if you live in Los Angeles, looking over the 101 from Universal Studios... <laughs> Always watching. <laughs> I just love the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade as a one of the coziest things to tune into. It's such a delightful hodgepodge of talent. Mm -hmm. And so I thought I would highlight some of the new stuff coming through. They're almost at 100 years now in the 96th annual so Macy's wild. Thanksgiving Day Parade. Do they retire balloons? They do, yeah. They that definitely could be do. A, a Toy Story-esque movie. What happens to the retired Thanksgiving Day Parade balloons? Yeah, they have to escape the popper or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's sad. They get retired. But you got to usher new talent in. And I love those wimpy kid books. And the minions, I'm sure they'll do a great job. They'll do. do a great job. They'll do, they'll do such a great job floating. Jillian, what's on your desk this morning? Spotted. Meg Ryan and David Duchovny filming their rom-com, What Happens Later in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I don't know why this didn't make national news. I I'm shocked. Only the local <laughs> papers. Uh, the two were seen in a local airport at the end of October, which tracks, if you're familiar with the plot, which has Meg and David playing exes forced to reconnect after they get snowed in at, you guessed it, the airport. The project is billed as an involved and nostalgic take on the romantic comedy and it was first announced in May. So to finally see it take off is very exciting. And although this news might not seem so holiday adjacent like your news, Matt, I always link Meg to and rom-coms to the holiday season. And I just saw Ticket to Paradise with George Clooney and Julie Roberts. Had the best time of my life. I was almost dancing after the movie end when they're playing the credits and the bloopers. So amazing. So rom-coms are on the brain. I feel like it's been a while since we've seen Meg Ryan on the big screen. Yes, she's directing it. Uh, she's been teasing it for a while now. So just to know that they're starting filming is really, really thrilling She's just a cozy actor to me, and I'm so excited to see it. I'm guessing if production is currently going, they'll wrap it up before the new year and mm -hmm. maybe for a spring release, which is, I think, the coziest season for this kind of thing. But we'll see. I don't know when they plan on releasing it. It's about them being snowed in, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. hopefully it's winter. Hollywood does this thing occasionally, though, where they drop a seasonal movie in the wrong season. Mm -hmm. Like I remember reading how Hocus Pocus was released in the summer, which is insane. Yes. I remember our, our dear friend Dave White first informed me of that factoid. Yeah, it's weird how why that happens, but I'm hoping that they do it right this time. If not, I'll take to the streets. Yeah, I mean, it's easier to do now with streaming to re release it closer to the season that it's actually mm -hmm. hyping up. Anyway, take our notes, Meg. Uh, <laughs> we want to see this around the holiday season next year. Very exciting. Yeah, very excited for those folks in Arkansas, too. So we are going to dive into our cozy gift guide for 2022. I was so sure that I was going to accidentally put an item on my list that I had already recommended. And still, 
I have completely new items. <laughs> I think that's so interesting because I think it speaks to what, not what we're going through, but kind of where we're at in our lives and what we naturally are inclined to uh, select. Because when mm-hmm. I was approaching this, I wanted to go back to my inner child and kind of find that joy again. So my list is geared toward that. And I'd be interested to compare it to my past list. And I think that'd be very telling to where I was at mentally. Maybe a listener can do a deep dive and psychologically analyze the evolution of our gift recommendations. Yeah. If they get dark, I guess, you know, reach or out. Or get light. Who knows? Maybe, maybe we're on the mend. Yeah. So we have a range of gifts of various prices. And I, th- I think we have a nice mix of things for something you give to a coworker all the way to stuff that you probably want to reserve for a close loved one. The way we're going to do this is we'll alternate. So Jillian, what is the first gift on your list? Like I said, when I was sitting trying to think of my list and the direction I wanted to go with it, I just thought about things that I liked as a kid. And what immediately snapped into my mind was some of those master viewers. So what would you call you click and a picture appears in the viewfinder? Yeah, it's like a slide advancer and you put one of those discs in the top yes. and then you click the lever on the side and it advances the the wheel. It turns the wheel so that you see a new slide yeah, and it's like I, you're looking at it directly. Yes. And I love that as a kid because it felt like whatever I was viewing in front of me, it's just me in that picture. And it felt like I was in a small little world and it felt very private and it felt like a special thing just for me. So I looked to see if they had an, I'll say an adult version, because that sounds weird, um, a version, <laughs> <laughs> a, a modern take, if you will, because I don't think these exist outside of eBay. So I found one on Uncommon Goods, and this is where you create your own master view. They call it, uh, not in the master viewer, a real viewer. real viewer. And so you submit your own photos, you get a redemption code in the set, in the package, um, to reveal to redeem one reel of seven images. So let's say you want to submit a photo of your cat or you want to make it themed. You just had a baby and you want to give it to your uh, mother or father, their grandparent. um, And so any images you want in there, I think it's really special and and sweet. I don't know if I would put family images or I I think I put things I just really like. (laughs) And whenever I need to just step outside of a stressful moment, I'll just, get my real viewer out and look at these images that are calming. So I think it's cool that you can make it to wherever you want to be. And on the Uncommon Goods site, they have customer images. And so whatever the customer chose for their real viewer, and it's cute to see all the different kinds of photos that people chose for for their own. So it's very personal and it costs $34.95. If you want additional photos to redeem, that's an extra $16.95. But like I said, it comes with free seven images to redeem. This is really cool. And I love how customizable it -hmm. is where you can really choose any photos. And this is such a nice coffee table item where, you know, you can just put it on your coffee table. Guests can look at the latest vacation photos on the real viewer. Or I agree with you. I think where I would want to go with this is my first thought is places I've lived, like Mm. old photos of other apartments or just areas that I loved from other cities I've lived in or maybe hometown stuff. Cause especially when you live far from home, it is nice to kind of, I think the beauty of these devices is how immersive they are. Mm-hmm. They're like the, the analog version of a VR headset. And so I think the idea of taking a few seconds to almost feel like you're back in time would be a really cool sensation. That, that would be my idea. Yeah. And I like your idea of putting it on a coffee table because, you know, you can tell me about where you've lived or different apartments that um, you spend time in, but to actually see it, it's a glimpse into your friend's life. And that's really special and cool idea to leave it out for everyone. It's a visual aid for stories. (laughs) (laughs) Get out that real viewer. What's the first gift on your list, Matt? The first item I picked is pricey and it's a little weird insofar as this is maybe not the classic thing you would buy another person but i wanted to use this as a vehicle for sharing some of my expertise that i've developed shopping for backpacks (laughs) (laughs) with a new school year starting i had the misfortune of the backpack that i loved using for the last few years the zippers totally broke 
and broke in a really bad way. Like just there was no way to fix it. I was looking around for a replacement backpack and I learned how weird it is to shop for a backpack because the range of quality and price is as wide as could be. You have your $20 Target backpack with basically no features. It's just, you know, you're going to throw stuff in the middle of it and go all the way to these boutique backpacks, like the kind they sell at like the Apple store or whatever that are like highly engineered pockets. And so much thought has gone into the material and the quality of the zippers. And, you know, the, the thing about the backpack that I had that broke was that it wasn't a cheap backpack either. And so Mm -hmm. I was like a little burned because I had spent a pretty penny on it and there it was broken. So I really, really did my research. I was looking for durability and I was looking for sustainability. So I I went through all the search and again, there's so much, so many options on the low end and so many options on the high end. But I think the middle value is really that sweet spot of like budgeting a balance and finding something durable. And so the backpack for me is by Topo, which I think people may recognize as a brand for often hiking backpacks. Like they're really durable materials and they're built to withstand hiking and outdoor adventures. But most importantly, they have a lifetime guarantee on any manufacturing defects and a repair program to fix anything that might be broken accidentally or through gradual gradual wear and tear. And if the other backpack company had a repair program, I probably would have sent it in and got it repaired, but it didn't. And you think I have the energy (laughs) to go find backpack repair people? I don't. (laughs) Okay. The fact that I know this place can, I can send in their backpack, they will fix it. Or if it's an actual defect, they will also pay for that to be fixed. And so I really like that they value durability and sustainability. And for that, I would recommend a Topo backpack for anybody in your life or for yourself who really needs something that's going to stand the test of time in terms of a backpack for hiking. Or for me, I use it for daily work use with my laptop. And what I really love about the in, the, the liner inside is that it's like a neon yellow. So you don't have that. You're looking for like a pen or something and then you open your backpack and it's a black abyss and you like, where could I find this item? Everything is really easy to see because the lining is so bright. It has really nicely padded laptop case. So as I've seen, I've, I've used some backpacks with some really flimsy pockets for laptops and it's like, I feel like I'm, it's not being protected at all or the bottom of the backpack isn't padded, you know? And so when you put your, your, your bag on the floor, all of a sudden you're like smashing the side of your laptop. They do a good job. The, the bottom is padded. The divider is very well padded. So your, your laptop is safe. Anyway, I've gone on long enough about this backpack. They range from $70 to $170. So I think you're probably fine with any of that. I was closer to the $70 range. I don't Going above $100 for a backpack, I, I start to like faint. But <laughs> I, I, really, I, I felt like I got a good quality backpack for the price. You sold me. I think they're really cute. I love all the colors that they come in. And the yellow liner, I think that's its top selling point because there's nothing more frustrating, especially for uh, us folks who are always losing stuff. Um, to, like you said, diving around inside your bag trying to find one thing. So that's really helpful. And it's worth the price for all, like you said, the repairs that they, they are willing to do. So even if you're spending a little bit more money, in this case, it's worth it, it seems. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I had gone back and forth, like, am I getting a Target $25 backpack? Like, I could just keep buying disposable backpacks for the rest of my life. But I really like the idea of putting my foot down and stopping the cycle of waste and then just committing to something that could last for a while. And then I can send it in for repair when it's ready for that. And it's stylish, so. So stylish. I'm I'm the the talk of the town with my backpack on. All right, Jillian, that's enough backpack talk. Um, let's trek over to your second gift item. Yeah, switching from backpacks to clouds. My second gift is a cloud a day book. Speaking of great coffee table items, it's for $15. And it's a beautifully illustrated book containing 365 skies selected by the Cloud Appreciation Society. And I had never heard of the Cloud Appreciation Society in my life. And I always wanted to burst into tears when I learned that it's something that exists. It's too cute. <laughs> uh, the founder is Gavin Pretterpinny, 
And he got it going in 2005. And it's just for folks who love clouds. So whether you're a scientist who's really into the science of clouds, or you're just someone who likes looking at clouds, or you like painting clouds, or you like writing poetry about clouds, join the Cloud Appreciation Society. It is for you. Uh, they have a manifesto. And the first line of their manifesto is, we believe that clouds are unjustly maligned and that life would be immeasurably poorer without them. So like I said, they really love clouds. And this book has great reviews. It includes photos, illustrations uh, meet from NASA. There's clouds looking high above at the clouds. And uh, each cloud photo contains an interesting fact or some beautiful quote that goes along with the cloud. It just seems like a really relaxing, meditative book, especially if you're a fan of clouds. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't think of anything more gentle and sweeter than uh, just loving on clouds. And it seems like a beautiful book to flip through. One of the quotes that some of the readers pulled out on from Goodreads, and I thought it was really pretty. So this is one of the quotes that goes along with one of the photos in the book. It is easy to forget that you live in the sky, not beneath it, but within it. Your atmosphere is an enormous ocean and you inhabit it. I think it's like a really beautiful meditative thought. So those are the kind of quotes that's in this book and there's beautiful clouds. I'm sold. You sold me on this book. I also share your appreciation for the Cloud Appreciation <laughs> Society. I think it's important that they exist. This is a really cute book and I think it does hit a variety of types of people. I think I'm thinking of my sciencey friends. I'm sure they would love this book, but also it's a really serene item. So I think it's a very cozy pick. And who's going to object to clouds? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a safe pick. This is a good safe gift. You know what I mean? If you're really like scratching your head, what do I get Jan in accounting? Get her a cloud a day. Yeah, cloud a day. Yeah. Because I, how I came across it was that I was looking for um, an illustrative book that like because I had pre-made drawings that you add to. So there's this book uh, where there's already clouds and you draw your own animations onto the cloud or you, you know, mm. how you, you get the picture. And so yeah. someone said in the comments, they recommend this is a cloud a day book. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of cloud people out there. I, I didn't know. I guess I'm now, my head's in the clouds too. Oh, I'm on cloud nine hearing about it. <laughs> What's your next pick? I'm going to actually hop over to my book choice. Well, we're on the topic of books. We always make sure we include some book options in our list. Yes. We like to read and we like to give other readers books that we like. I'm going to continue my preaching, preaching. <laughs> for the work of Rainbow Rowell, who is a romance novelist who often works in the young adult genre in terms of her romance books and Sometimes it, it goes into fantasy. She has a, I've recommended on this podcast before her Simon Snow series, which is like her version of Harry Potter, but gay. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like this book that she's coming out with in November, just in time for the holiday season called Scattered Showers. And it's her first short story collection. And I think short story collections are one of my favorite gifts to give, especially if they're an author that I enjoy because it's a sampler. You get to test out the author without really committing to a full novel. I agree. I, I think short stories are the best kinds of genres to dip in and dip out. And if you don't like it, that's fine. You can find one story that you do like and, you know, skip around. So I agree. Perfect gift in that regard. So if you're a romance fan, or I think, you know, because she really writes to young people, this is a great book for a teen or, you know, a tween, <laughs> as you will. For me, anyone. I enjoy her writing. It's for everyone. But I do think it, I think it'd be especially exciting for a young person to read these stories. Some of the beautifully crafted love stories it includes are Girl Meets Boy Camping Outside a Movie Theater, Best Friends Debate the Merits of High School Dances, A Prince Romances a Troll, A Girl Romances an Imaginary Boy. And like I said, if you're a fan of her Simon Snow series, there is a little holiday story featuring those characters. So some things in there for the long-term fans, but a lot of new stuff for, for everybody. Check out Scattered Showers by Rainbow Rowell. I'm going to check it out too. It's a cute cover. Yeah, it's a rainbow. <laughs> Very cute. Very on brand. I know we're on the topic of books and all that kind of stuff, but I want to switch gears since 
my other gift is somewhat bookstore related and I don't want to hit everyone over the head with books. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to jump over to my next gift. And I was trying to think of what I wanted uh, for this gift because I was trying to, I sat down and I was just thinking of things that bring me comfort and autumn is one of them. So I was like, wouldn't it be cool if I could just bottle up autumn and have some visual representation that I can just keep on my desk and just look at it whenever I felt nostalgic for the season. So I found a alternative. I obviously can't bottle up a, a season in a jar, but this is close to it and it's autumn themed snow globes. And it, I found it in a catalog called Sundance, which definitely, if you look at the page, it's definitely geared toward, um, 60 plus moms I'm sure loving this magazine called Sundance. Uh, It's an autumn leaf snow globe. And the description says, celebrate the colors of autumn in style with this hand-cast, hand-painted snow globe featuring two dogs frolicking under an umbrella of golden autumn leaves. And it's really beautiful. The leaves are these sparkly gold um, glitter specks and has beautiful red leaf trees. And then the two dogs playing, I think one's a terrier. There's also an option without dogs. And then if you really want to get wild, you can get the Halloween pals snow globe. So if you don't want to leave Halloween behind, this is so adorable. It's a big pumpkin in the center, a crow sitting on top, a calico perched on it, and then a black cat at the bottom. And once again, beautiful gold orange flecks of of glitter, which is so perfect to represent the season. And they're just really beautiful. It's a nice ornament to have on your desk. I love a good snow globe. Going back to the childlike vibes I was trying to incorporate in this gift list. So if you're a fan of snow globes, you're a fan of autumn, I would check these out. And it's $68. So I know it's a little pricey. It's actually the most priciest gift on my list. But they'll last forever if you don't break. <laughs> these are a great find. I don't. You don't think about snow. Like, I think about snow globes, right? Not mm-hmm. autumn globes. Yeah. But... These are really beautiful. I love the animal focus of the Halloween one with the pumpkin in the middle, like you said, and the, you know, the other options there. There's like some dogs playing in a pile of leaves and one that's a orange turning trees over a beautiful bridge scene. And there's such a serene thing. It's, it's, it's such a calming item. I, I would love to receive this. It's, it's that thing you don't know you want. But it's such mm-hmm. a thoughtful gift, and it's something that I think very people would buy for themselves. So this is a very good gift item to treat somebody who you know really likes that interior decor, mm-hmm. and you want to get them something a little bit fancy. These are some great choices. Yeah, I want one for my desk. I think I would choose the Halloween pals. Same, so I would want that too. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of it being, it's classy looking, mm-hmm. so I think you kind of get away with it as a desk ornament year-round. And kind of, you know, hold Halloween in your heart yeah. without it, like, being something gaudy looking. Yeah, I kind of did laugh a little. I, I only like my class, my snow globes classy. <laughs> <don't know> <laughs> gaudy snow globes. Yeah, these are classy. Only yeah, high these are. class here. These are the kind of snow globes that, a, a, you know, a rich newspaper tycoon might drop when they're reflecting on their... Yes. That's a horrible Citizen Kane reference. I'll move on. I, I love the the thoughtful handmade quality, which I think justifies the price of those autumn globes. Mm-hmm. But if you need something much more affordable, the kind of stuff that you can put in a stocking, it's a great stocking stuffer. Don't laugh at me, but I really would recommend Chapstick's Winter <laughs> Stocking Stuffer Collection. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen. Every year I get, it's $5, okay? And it, it's an assortment of festive flavors of Chapstick. Every year I get the peppermint chapstick and I'm like a fiend searching through all the Walmarts and Targets trying to find my peppermint chapstick. I saw them on the shelves so early this year. I was blown away at how early the peppermint chapsticks made an appearance. So on the one hand, I felt like they came to me, which is great. But I didn't realize they had all these other varieties. And so they have this little package that's shaped like a stocking. And you can try their other winter varieties of chapstick. So, yes, they have the classic peppermint, but they also have included in this collection pumpkin pie, holiday cocoa, and sugar cookie. So it's a great way to enjoy the scents of the season and protect your skin or a skin of a friend or family member from the cold wind. I've tried every variety just for this podcast. Oh, wow. I'll have you know, just so I can say which ones are, are better. I, I love peppermint, mostly because you're putting that on your lips and it's helping 
your breath also smell better. Energizing. Yeah, it's energizing. It's, it's a nice crisp feeling. Pumpkin pie, it really does hit your... Because you're putting these in your lips, so they like waft up to your nose, right? To enjoy them. Don't eat the chapstick, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pumpkin pie one, it, it gives you the scent, but like after a while, where the, when, the, when the spice scent kind of goes away, it kind of left me with almost a, dare I say it, barfy Ooh, kind of okay. vibe. Yeah, good. so for that reason, you know, I, I like the variety here. But pumpkin pie wasn't my favorite. Holiday cocoa, it gives you that chocolatey scent. And it actually has a kind of like a, it's like a minty chocolate. Mm, that sounds and good. so that was kind of refreshing. For me, a little bit too cloying. But I, I really enjoyed the sugar cookie. It's just a simple vanilla chapstick. And uh, I, I felt like that was like a nice subtle scent without being too much. And or like, you know, after it lingered on my lips, feeling like the the smell went from something festive to something foul. So wait, that too, the sugar cookie as well. No, no, not the sugar cookie. Oh, okay. But like, I, I I felt like it didn't do that. Oh, OK. That you said it was a pumpkin pie situation. OK. Yeah, not, not like pumpkin pie. But I like that I got to try the pumpkin pie in this affordable little $4.99 assortment pack. So yeah. it's something we all need in the winter. And so even if you live in California, my lips are getting chapped. The wind is coming. Oh, yeah. Santa Ana's. Those winds. I love how it's the packaging is shaped like a stocking, as you mentioned. Very festive. Very cute. And I like how they're also evolving each year because I know they have these diehard fans and they got to keep them satiated. I like that their chapsticks are advertised for the general public. Most scented chapsticks are marketed (laughs) toward tweens. Yes. Like tween age girls. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you, you you know, like they're like Hello Kitty mm-hmm. branded or something. And so I like that I can feel like a full adult and also put on my sugar cookie chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should have that right. I know. This is this is who I'm becoming. It's like I'm putting on my sugar cookie chapstick and I'm rubbing my hands with my white pumpkin Bath and Body Works <laughs> hand sanitizer. <laughs> Smell delicious. Anyway, a quick aside, no one's paying us for these. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> we pick these ourselves. And also, all the links to these items are in our show notes. So if you're like, hey, I want to get that for myself or uh, for someone else as a gift, check out our show notes on our podcast on this specific episode of the podcast. And you can click and add it to your shopping cart. All right, yeah. let's keep it moving. I'm going to kick it back to Jillian. What was the fourth item on your list? Well, going to stocking stuffers, I'll... Uh, share my stocking stuffer, the Monin Mini Holiday Cheer Collection of Syrups. It's a five-pack. I love a sampler. So I really identify with you looking for the sampler size of uh, festive I- items. So the flavors here are macadamia nut, peppermint, dark chocolate, and toasted marshmallow and gingerbread flavors. So this is great to use if you want to add a little pep to your coffee or maybe for a cocktail Whatever you're thinking, your cocoa, just to keep the festivities of the holiday season going, going past uh, Christmas and whatever holidays you ce- you celebrate. That's what is always so sad when the holiday season is over. Um, the festiveness and the and the cheer and the little treats that you give yourself end. So with this, you can keep it going into February, Jan- January. I'm going backwards in my months. Can't get that straight, but you can keep it going. <laughs> keep it going through winter. And um, I, I just love those little things in life that are so simple and small that could make a huge difference. Like, for example, I didn't have any milk in the house for a long time. I don't, I don't know why. And I finally, I was drinking my Jot um, liquid coffee uh, black, which was really uh, deadening inside. It was a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing. And so I picked up my little soy creamer. It just made a world of difference. And I think these collection of syrups will make a world of difference in whatever you're drinking in the holiday season and beyond. Yeah, I love this as an idea. Again, I think a sampler pack and, you know, companies know this too. They're great for the holidays because you can give somebody a sampler pack and they'll probably find something they like. You know, you don't have to know exactly what their preferences are. It's a nice thing to get. These are small items that are good for getting you know, coworkers or acquaintances you don't know very well <laughs> because yes. they'll probably enjoy something on it. The macadamia nut flavor sounds great. And you can basically make your own little Starbucks at home. Give yourself a double pump. <laughs> double pump. 
triple pump. No limit. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is for $10. And they sell it at World Market, which has actually a lot of uh, low-cost stuffer items. I yeah. were using their site. Like, oh, it's good for that. My fourth item is, is also a small and affordable item. It is an electric candle lighter. So mm-hmm. I got one for myself recently when my butane lighter ran out of fuel. <laughs> And on the topic of sustainability, ideally, this could last for a very long time. And I'm not constantly buying lighters that run out of fuel. And that's just a lot of wasted plastic and stuff. And I think for some of them, you can replace the little fuel cartridge, but I don't know how. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at one of Oprah's gift guides for inspiration. She had like a really fancy electric candle lighter that was like 50 bucks. It what? looked beautiful. Yeah. What's it but do? <laughs> it, it, it's a, it, the same thing my $10 one does. Light, light a candle that's ridiculous. through some electricity. I got a $10 version that's linked in our show notes. I have a, I'm going to show it on camera for Jillian. Ooh. It's rose gold. Beautiful. <laughs> rose gold, so 2000 and late. It was the cheapest option. So that's what I got. And it was, it was like a full $3 cheaper to get the rose gold. Usually the pink tax makes this stuff more expensive. But, but not, not in this case. Not, not in the electric lighter case. I guess they had a lot of overstock of the, um, the rose gold. Anyway, it has a flexible neck, so you can bend it into your candle that are hard, candles that are hard to reach. It's a long, long neck, too. And you can kind of see it's not cozy looking, okay? No. Let's be honest. It's horrifying looking. Like a your eyeball. It, it does look dangerous. It looks like a cattle prod, like a mini cattle prod. Because the, the two points at the tip of it are where the electric arc comes in. That's what's going to light your candle. You're really going to actually create sparks. So I'm going to give Jillian a little demonstration. Ooh. So there's a little safety button. So that there's like the button you push down to activate it. You can't accidentally push it. So I'm going to release the safety. You can see I have half a charge. There's little lights there mm-hmm. letting you know. And then I press the button to let it go. And Wow. It yeah. does look like a mini teaser, but... Yeah. <laughs> and you just like, you know, cool. put the wick between the two points. You uh, give the wick a shock. It lights it on fire. For the candle lovers, I know we have a lot of them who listen mm-hmm. to the show. Let's all dive into the 21st century and get ourselves some electric candle lighters. I think that's really cool. I have, I have a lot of questions in terms of how you charge it. and It's a USB charge. Okay, USB. Okay. Yeah, I think it's super neat. I like how it's a far reach because for those bigger jars, it's hard to get in get in there. And like you said, a lot of these um, the butane lighters, they just crap out. Sorry, can you say that? Um, and so it's nice to have something that can go the distance. Hopefully go the distance. It's still new. You know, sometimes you never know. Even electronics also fail. So, but ideally it will. I you just know, wish last they a lifetime. had something that looked a little bit more friendly. Well, that was the expensive one that Oprah was selling. So if you really want to look, you know, get a version of this that because the, the head of it retracts into that one. It has like a nice rubber mm. exterior, I think. So it looks a little safer. Not like the instrument of torture that I bought. <laughs> yes. But it, for me, I just couldn't like it seriously was four times the price of this. And I I doubt it works any better. Yeah. So if you do want to splurge and get one that's prettier and maybe more durable who knows you, there are there are other options out there there are the boutique electric lighters if those are for you well this is sad because it's my last gift and this one was inspired by our friend of the podcast heather she's one of our patrons and there's just always sending us um notes of encouragement and love and you know all that good stuff and speaking of sending us love heather sent this lovely well, say a postcard. It's a letter, actually, but has beautiful stationery. So it got me thinking about sending friends letters and then postcards. And I came across this beautiful collection called This Is My Bookstore, 100 Postcards of Beautiful Shops Around the World. And it's a perfect gift for bibliophiles and fans of bookstore cats and anyone who dreams of visiting beautiful bookshops across the world. So if you're a fan of books and the places they live and this, this is for you and <laughs> it can maybe, maybe inspire you to travel to one of these bookstores when you're actually going out in, into the world um but yeah i think i great reviews from what i've i've read and it looks 
gorgeous. And I mean, who wouldn't want to get a postcard of a beautiful gift uh, bookstore from someone you care about? It's for $22.95. Yeah, this is a great gift idea for any literature lover in your life. Mm-hmm. I do find myself increasingly using more postcard formats for like my thank you cards or for just making a quick note to somebody versus the stationary or whatever I used mm-hmm. to have. So it's, it's a, it's a nice thing to have around for when you do want to leave a special note for somebody. Yeah. And it's different and unique. I think this, this theme. Yeah. And they're also great to put on like refrigerators mm-hmm. as, you know, little decor. Maybe, maybe your favorite bookstore is in it and you can have a, a nice postcard. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. I'm sure there's a few in Los Angeles in there. And what's cool about this, it's a box with a hinged lid. So perfect mm-hmm. for keeping them nice and um, not so it'll get crumpled or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. My final gift, not to put you asleep, is a white noise machine. And again, I was shocked I haven't recommended this before because it has been a game changer for me. Mm. Maybe I mentioned it as a what's making me feel cozy, but I'm going to also recommend it as a gift item. The one that I got is $35. It's very simple. You just turn it on. It creates some white noise. And it really does help me sleep without interruptions all night. And what's cozier than better sleep? Also better focus, too. I mean, white noise will drown out any other noise. So if you do want to have like a private conversation with somebody, it is a little bit easier to feel more secure in that regard. Or if you're just trying to focus on a a task at hand... Studies show that it really helps people focus to have a low-level amount of white noise on. Just putting that out there as like something not just to help you sleep better, but to help you focus when you're working. I know I need all the help I can get trying to focus these days because my brain has been totally rewired by my smartphone. Maybe not the most exciting gift. You know, maybe it's more for yourself than for someone else. I don't, it might be a little weird to be like, here's a gift for you. And it's like a white noise machine. Like, what are you trying to say? I don't. Yeah. I, I, I haven't talked about my sleep. I would want to. I think if you want to treat yourself to a better night's sleep, Check out white noise machines. Yeah, I would definitely have this to focus. It sounds like a great idea. I've heard of it, um, these little earbuds that do white noise. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool to know there's like a, a bigger version of, of that um, that you can just have in your home. I try to, when I try and focus, I have these random YouTube videos playing. I don't know why, like old interviews, whenever it keeps me focused, but they can be distracting at times. So I'm going to look into this alternative. I like it when the sound of something that's supposed to be in the background is coming from a different location other than my computer or in Mm -hmm. my ears. Yeah. I like that it's coming at me from another part of the room. And in that sense, it kind of feels like it's filling the room with the noise versus it being blasted in my ears or like on my device, which sometimes I do need to listen to videos Mm -hmm. or something if I'm planning or if I'm doing some work and I like having both things going if I need to. Yeah. This is a great, idea very unique all right well that is our holiday shopping list our cozy gift guide for 2022 let us know what you think about your items or if you have any other recommendations with us please share them in our all things cozy facebook group this is the most wonderful time of the year to be in our all things cozy facebook Mm -hmm. group so many cozy things being shared from the amazing holiday foods being baked and cooked to items that you might not be aware of to give as gifts so sound off in our <laughs> in a soothing way in our Facebook group or you, you can always comment on Instagram and mm-hmm. stuff like that. We love hearing from our listeners. There's a cute uh, holiday card exchange going on right now in our yeah, Facebook group. Yeah, check that out. Well, speaking of sounds that are soothing, let's check out some soothing sounds. The song that's soothing me this week, and again, you know what? I'm not going to apologize. I was about to apologize for already kicking into gear for Christmas, but this is why we planned to have this episode a little earlier than we did it last year, because we felt like we did the gift guide Mm -hmm. in December, and it starts to feel at that point like people have already done their shopping. What What was the point? So we wanted to make sure that it was here for the full holiday shopping season. You know, we're all going to be hearing all the new Christmas tunes. Blasting and and all our old favorites, of course. But, you know, Jillian and I do like keeping on the pulse of new Christmas music. Jillian is especially great at being aware of that. In the spirit of Jillian's, you know, always sniffing out the the new Christmas songs, I thought I would give it a go. 
Jenna Thinking Fearless, she doesn't do this. But if you listen to episodes like Gearing Up, she's always the first person to recommend oh. a, a new Christmas carol. Well, I, a new Christmas carol. You don't know it's about yourself, but you are. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. And I was it. like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of her this year. So I scoured the internet for, okay, who's coming out with a new album? And wouldn't you know it, the Backstreet Boys are back with a very Backstreet Christmas. You would think they would have released a Christmas album by now, but apparently they haven't. That's very shocking. This was in the works for two years. They tried to get it going in 2020. Obviously, that didn't work because of the pandemic. Then they tried to get it going in 2021. There was some issue with the tour and and some illnesses that made it impossible for them to record. But they finally got into the studio. And most of the album is a Backstreet version of a classic Christmas song. But there are a handful of original tracks. And we're going to listen to one of those original tracks right now. Let's check out Together by the Backstreet Boys on their new Christmas album, A Very Backstreet Christmas. Oh, I love the harmonizing. Yeah, the harmonizing's great. And I, you know, it's because of when I grew up, but there's something so nostalgic and fun about that crisp, crunchy, clear... What other what other C words can I add? Um, boy band sound that yeah. they bring, and it's it it is like very you know clean cut pop it that is. you don't really hear so often anymore, and it takes me back to you know I feel like I'm walking through a Borders bookstore when I hear this song. So that's perfect to describe it. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm saying hallelujah. Like this is this kind of stuff we need back in our lives. And what I love about the Backstreet Boys is that they're they're legitimately proud of what they what they do because there's like a lot of yeah. boy bands who just want to shed that image uh, but but these guys they're they're proud they know what they're delivering and it, this is perfectly encapsulates everything that I think people love about the Backstreet Boys that they're the harmonizing Nick opening with his smooth vocals uh it's very very delightful I love this pick thank you yeah Check out the full album. I'm, I'm looking forward to adding them to the rotation. Jillian, what sound is soothing you as you compile your shopping lists this holiday season? Well, I have to admit, when I saw that you chose a holiday theme song, I got a little nervous. Like, oh my God, I got to step it up. So it's funny that you were thinking that you had to step it up. So <laughs> I, I switched gears. And I was going through the new releases. This one was released on November 4th by somebody named Bishop Briggs. I think maybe her name sounds familiar. I'm not a white i can't exactly place it but apparently her birth name is sarah mclaughlin <laughs> which i think is interesting maybe but not the sarah mclaughlin no it's just a odd coincidence so maybe that's why she changed it to bishop briggs and her stage name uh, but anyway neither near there her song is called cheer and what i like about this song it's it's very uh it's not tightly packaged has big feelings and it's expansive and I think it encapsulates all the excitement and all the feelings that go into this charge season really well. So let's take a listen to Cheer by Bishop Briggs. Listening, it's it's a fun song, but almost like listening to it now, it's like she's going into battle. Like, um, yeah, no, definitely. I think uh, <laughs> it reminds me almost of the Sia Christmas album, insofar as how like full throated it's being sung. But I I'm gonna give it a little credit here, which is unlike Sia's wall of sound that like. You fly back from the speakers when you hear it because it's so loud. Um, this one at least has some quiet moments before it, as you say, explodes into war. And like you get the full like orchestra of Christmas music, like all the bells and bass. And it's all coming at you. Um, yeah, yeah, this is this is definitely like you will feel cheer whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine like we're, in, I don't know, like in a dungeon somewhere. <laughs> like a church- <laughs> torture music because when I, I had a few glasses of wine last night and I was like oh this is so fun like I feel so big and like oh it's so very ready big. for it's a huge, cheer it's a huge song like it's really like especially if you're listening to the headphones like it, it the the rolling drums and the it's like it's a very loud song 
it's set to 11 in terms of all of the sounds you expect from a Christmas song. It's like it has the bells, it has the chimes. So it's really coming at you. Full Christmas orchestra kicking down your door. <laughs> yeah, I, if if you take any form of stimulants, don't. <laughs> this might put you into overdrive. So okay, I don't know. While, while, while we are like... Um, having a little fun with it also the the music video at least like the the official audio video of just like it's the back of an elf holding i think like some sort of christmas <laughs> ornament or something but it's like are we ever it's there's almost like a horror movie element to it like is this elf ever, ever going to turn around and i'm kind of coming towards the end and it doesn't it's just we just are always looking at the back of this elf it'll never look at us directly no and it gets crazier and crazier as the <laughs> goes on and so you yeah you would think there'd be some big reveal of the elf maybe it's for the best he doesn't turn around based on the vibe of this <laughs> i don't know last night it sounded so fun <laughs> the light it of, does sound fun no 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 this is, a good, day. this is a good i'm i'm having a lot of fun talking about it it's a great christmas song it's just it is very it is insistent on cheer and it's if you want to experience the song the full song and check out the video uh there's a link in our show notes yeah. Oof. Okay. I'm gonna need some lavender. Calm yeah. The, the, those sounds were um, as as invigorating as they were soothing. I would say. Can I do one little one last thing? She yeah, also yeah. does the thing where she goes spread some yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a really, a really long thing of cheer. Yeah. I was gonna pick Lindsay Lohan, but. She was doing Jingle Bell Rock, and she just, it sounded like, I don't know, they had a gun to her head and divorced her singing. <laughs> it was so lack, devoid of passion. Yeah, we don't like, we don't like forced uh, music here. Okay. It's not cozy. Anyway. Under, under the gun, Christmas cheer. What are you sniffing? What am I sniffing? Let's transition to our candle review. Let's take it down a notch. <laughs> so I've had these candles for a while and I've been waiting for the right moment. And in the spirit of a sampler collection, we've we each had a, a little sampler item on our holiday shopping list. And so I thought I would give one more a little bonus gift idea for the movie lover in your life. And it's a sampler of candles from the Academy Museum. So the, the, Academy Museum is now open in Los Angeles. You can come through and see all of the memorabilia, memorabilia from the you know, past award shows, past Academy Awards, and all these amazing props and costumes and artifacts from motion picture history um, from, from the uh, collection of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. And they have, you know, I love a gift store, okay? So they have a travel candle set is what they advertise it as. Y'all, are we really traveling with candles? It's like a, it's a sampler collection, okay? The, there are a couple different varieties of these uh, samplers. They're made in collaboration with Flores Lane, who makes the candle, but they are all, they all have a cinema theme to them. So the collection that I picked has three candles in it. One is called Greenhouse on the Moon, the other is low resolution and then funnily titled POV point of view. You're the villain. The one I'm burning right now is low resolution. Hmm, pretty color. So low resolution is their film noir candle, which wasn't my first thought when I heard re- re- low resolution, I thought like indie film, but anyway, mm-hmm. the fragrance is leather and smoked cognac. I, I have to say the throw is incredible. I've actually, I have to really remark on the fact that it is a tiny little sampler candle and it is, whoa, like the the scent is exploding off of it. It's such, and and really that you're getting more of the smoked cognac scent than you are the leather, which is a nice change of pace because I do feel like with leather candles, you kind of get that first and foremost. This, for this one though, you're getting more of that like boozy bar scent it's like a really it's a really beautiful scent I, this is definitely a wick up it's a i've never smelled a candle like this before it's a really beautiful scent and i like the theming of it so they're they're not um cheap candles the the collection on the academy museum store website is 27 bucks so you know it is a bit of a splurge you get your but if you do have the movie 
yeah, if you do have the, a movie lover in your life who likes scented candles and you want to add a you know a little bit of smell of vision to your next movie night, um, go ahead and grab a uh, a travel candle set. They have a, they have a few different varieties, and then if you find one you like, you can go back and buy the full candle. Yeah, it's interesting. the The copywriter really went full throttle. Yeah, it? you know, honestly, I had to like kind of just like tune out like paragraphs and paragraphs describing like the philosophy of this candle brand. And I, I'm really pleasantly surprised by the quality of this candle, and I do appreciate the very artsy theming, even though it's maybe a little too oblique. Like they could have been a bit more direct about like just call it film noir. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a really cool concept though, and the, the colors of the candles are really pretty and it's unique take so i'd be interested to try some out and that completes our gift guide for this year we hope we've shared some items that inspired you if not to give then to get for yourself Mm -hmm. you deserve it i do want to shout out really quickly gretchen for connecting us with brian earl of the christmas past Mm -hmm. podcast i neglected to mention that on that episode but the reason we met brian or we got connected to Brian was because of you, Gretchen. So thank you for making that episode happen. Thank you. Enjoyed reading his book and learning about all of these amazing Christmas traditions. I had no idea about their, their history behind it. So again, you can check out his book. It's called Christmas Past and the podcast of the same name. But thank you, Gretchen, for, for making thank that you. happen. And, and thanks to all our patrons who make our show happen. Um, you can also become a patron and support the show by going to patreon.com slash all things cozy. We have two, three different tiers, anywhere ranging from supporting us and getting some, a personalized thank you note and some all things cozy stickers and magnets all the way to getting on board with us at the pillar level and getting a mug an all things cozy mug. And at the $5 level, you can get bonus episodes every month where we are chatting about books. That's our all things cozy book club. Go to patreon.com slash allthingscozy to learn more about our Patreon and what you can get for supporting our show. And again, the link is in the show notes, but also connect with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and then Julian and I still, as of this recording, have Twitter accounts. We'll see how long that lasts. But for right now, you can find us on Twitter as well by searching up the hashtag allthingscozypodcast. That does it for this week. We are barreling into our winter cozy season. The holidays are here. Hoping you're all feeling very festive. We have some more festive episodes planned for you coming up in December. And also hope that everyone here has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, If you're in the United States or if you're in Canada, I believe you've long since had your Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Hope that went well. Wherever you are in the world, hope you're feeling very cozy. And until next time, stay Stay cozy. cozy.